Hello and welcome once again, dear listeners, to Wisdom Within, the podcast for all those living with mental health conditions and for all those who love and care about them. My name is Kathy Serline. We're delighted to have you with us here on the program again again today and uh, going to delve into uh, a look at what is peer support? Uh, who does it? Who are we? What do we do? How do we get trained? Um, what some other folks are doing around our state, how you can get involved if you're interested in pursuing such a path, uh, and uh, pretty much the gamut of uh, what, who, how, where, why, and when of peer support. So um, as I stumble over my notes and clear my throat (laughs) for the millionth time on air, um, just want to say that we appreciate you uh, joining us. We are we very much value your uh, tuning in to our episodes, and uh, are delighted to see that our audience is expanding week by week. And uh, we've gotten some great encouragement, some great feedback. We have 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 the we have a couple of great interview guests that we're going to be. Uh, producing episodes with that's coming in the near future Uh, so we will look forward to bringing you those folks who are also peers um, but also have a whole lot of accomplishments to their credit in the working world so um, we're going to be bringing you that hopefully in the next uh, 30 days or so and uh, if you would like to send us your comments or suggestions for the show as always we encourage you to do so you can feel free to tweet us at wisdom within or at kathleen sirline you can download the anchor app and voice message us directly at wisdom within on the anchor app Uh, and we of course uh, always look look forward to your comments and feedback on our website at wisdomwithinweb.com so with that, uh, enough with the, uh, the rambling intro and on with our program today on peer support. Hang with us for just a few moments and we'll be right back. Welcome back, listeners. We're delighted to have you back with us here at Wisdom Within today. Uh, we're talking about peer support and peer specialists uh, and what it is and what they do. Uh, A certified peer support specialist, also known as a certified peer specialist, is a person with uh, significant lived experience in mental mental health, uh, psychological trauma, uh, or substance abuse, and because substance abuse, and because of their lived experience, um, these folks have expertise that uh, professional training cannot replicate. Tasks that are performed by peer support specialists can include assisting their peers in articulating their goals for recovery, for learning, and for practicing new skills, in helping them monitor their progress, uh, or supporting them in their treatment. Uh, We support folks by modeling effective coping techniques and self-help strategies based on our own recovery experience, and we support folks in advocating for themselves 
to obtain effective services. As of 2018, I believe, there are now 41 states in America that have established programs that train and certify folks with lived experience uh, who are uh, well into their recovery and are willing to support others in their recovery process. I personally came to peer support by accident. Um, just as another human trying to live with or learn to live with my own mental health conditions and had finally reached a point where I was trying to research some ways forward uh, and kind of randomly online uh, looking at different organizations and what they did and how they worked and what they offered and uh, I happened to come across Academy for Peer Services and the New York State Peer Certification Board. Um, so that's kind of how I got started in all this. I've always been a person for, uh, very much a person who tries to make lemonade out of lemons. Um, in any crisis of my life, once I got through it, I always tried to turn around and help someone else who had been uh, going through the same kind of thing. So that's kind of how I got started, um, what led me down the path. Um, and most folks who do peer work, um, well, a lot of them anyway, do peer support work actually out in the field. They travel uh, all around their regions. They work with folks in their homes or getting them to appointments or um, it's it's really that kind of one-on-one -on -one support sometimes. Other folks do peer support work in community settings or in the hospital setting or as part of uh, uh, an urgent, uh, a crisis management team uh, or an urgent support team. Uh, so there are lots of different ways to fit in. Um, I'm kind of uh, in a different part of the spectrum where I feel like I continue my education and I keep trying to bring what I learned from that forward to folks. And I do that through the website. I do that through this podcast. Um, not really being at a point where I uh, am probably the appropriate person to be traveling all around all different regions and going into people's homes and you know, I'm not at that point in my recovery, but I am well enough in my recovery to know um, that I can certainly try and bring forth information. That's something I've always been able to do. So that really is the goal of Wisdom Within, um, be it the website or the podcast. It's all one uh, effort. And um, we just appreciate that folks are interested in what we're trying to do, are willing to share our work with anyone they think we might be uh, a good listen for. Um, and as always, we're happy to have your thoughts and comments and support by reaching out to the show. So we here at Wisdom Within are delighted to have had our new podcast project featured by the Virtual Learning Community, which is an online project of the Academy of Peer Services, uh, where my certification, where I, I uh, did my coursework and uh, eventually attained my certification in peer support. Um, 
The Academy of Peer Services is a venture of the New York Association of Psychiatric Rehabilitation Services and Rutgers University School of Health Professions. Uh, and they receive funding from the New York State Offices for Mental Health. So all of the training uh, is currently at no cost to folks who are may be interested in uh, the possibility of becoming certified in peer support. Uh, the Academy of Peer Services is separate from, but works in collaboration with, the New York Peer Specialist Certification Board to ensure quality education, training, and professional development of the peer support workforce here in New York State. Uh, so with that, we thought it would be nice to share with you some background on peer support work. Uh, and we're aided today by um, the Offices for Mental Health uh, publication in November of 2018 on peer support specialists. And that was uh, put out by the uh, commissioner of the New York State Offices for Mental Health. And so peer support specialists, specialists share valuable lived experience to help others in their recovery journey in living with mental health conditions and or um, concurrent uh, substance abuse uh, conditions. Um, we have overcome the same types of challenges as people who are currently in recovery. We know what the struggle is like. Because of our lived experience of recovery, we may be better able to relate to and understand the thoughts and feelings of the people we serve. Uh, so that helps us to build that human connection that is so essential for recovery. And peer support specialists have become a vital part of the mental health care system today. Um, initially, um, we can go back and do a whole history on the mental health system and the um, institutions that were the common uh, treatment uh, hundreds of years ago for those who were deemed unwell in, in a, some sort of mental health capacity. Um, it was in the late 1700s that one of the hospitals in France decided to, in, in Paris, decided to start hiring former patients to um, come in to work with current patients because they felt that the former patients would have the empathy and understanding and would be less likely um, to act out uh, in treating patients in the cruel manner that had become, become so common back in that time. So they chose people um, who would be better suited to the demands of the work because they were more gentle, more honest, and more humane. Um, they took on a new approach in that particular facility and they forbid cruelty, they promoted kindness, and they emphasized the importance of work. Um, so after, uh, after many decades of, you know, con continuations in other facilities with attempts like those, um, <clears throat> eventually 
state hospitals like those here in the United States were being shut down in the 1970s and patients were being released into the community. Um, unfortunately, they were released into the community with inadequate supports. Um, so former patients started seeking help through mutual support groups and other groups, uh, groups with their peers uh, to begin organizing um, and protesting even for better care and better conditions. Um, by the 1980s, this uh, mental health consumer survivor movement reached out to government and professional organizations to work toward improving mental health practices, increasing funding, uh, strengthening peer support services, uh, and uh, so peer support is now gaining rec recognition in almost every sector of healthcare. Health researchers are continuing to build an evidence base for peer support. Providers are seeing the benefits of peer support in their practices, and policymakers see peer support as an effective strategy for community outreach, quality improvement, increasing access to care, and reducing disparities in treatment. Understanding that former patients can help provide valuable supports to current patients, New York was the first state to establish a civil service title for peer support specialists. Um, the OMH has plans for future reinvestment in all regions of the state, call, uh, calling for including peers in expanded crisis intervention programs and mobile intervention teams, um, which also include obviously nurses and social workers and mental health therapy aides and other direct care treatment staff. But the peer support folks join uh, those other team members in covering uh, multiple counties in each in each region, traveling many miles each year, uh, working in clients' homes or in community locations. Um, the responsibilities of a peer support specialist are diverse and expansive. Peers may be referred to by different names depending on the state, depending on the setting in which they're practicing, uh, their official Civil service title in New York State is peer support specialist, uh, but we can also be called peer recovery coaches, peer advocates, and peer recovery support specialist. Um, we may be volunteers. We may be paid employees hired to practice in peer-run organizations, recovery community centers, recovery residences, drug courts, and other criminal justice settings hospital emergency departments, child welfare agencies, homeless shelters, uh, behavioral health, and even primary care. The work of peer support specialists complements. It doesn't replace the work of therapists, case managers, etc. We bring our own personal knowledge of what it's like to live with and recover from mental health conditions or substance abuse disorders or both. As the mental health system becomes increasingly more responsive and person-centered, peer support specialists play a key role because of our cultural understanding and our ability to provide education in a community setting and our willingness to self-disclose. 
<clears throat> our lived experience. Our responsibilities are to offer non-clinical support to others who are experiencing challenges similar to those we faced. The actual range of activities can vary. Um, we inspire hope that people can and do recover. Some of us accompany clients through each step of their recovery uh, without judgment, without expectation, without rules, without requirements. Some of us help clients identify their own goals, hopes, their dreams, and then help them towards creating their own recovery plan and wellness plan for getting there. Um, we try to dispel myths about what it means to have a mental health condition. Uh, we provide uh, self-help education and try to link clients to good tools and good resources. Uh, and we try to break down barriers of experience, understanding, power dynamics that can get in the way of working with the treatment team. It's a very person-centered approach. Uh, research has shown that peer providers can help to change the conversation, to focus on what is strong in the individual seeking support rather than what is wrong. We try to help uh, to focus on person-centered approaches to wellness rather than focusing only on symptom reduction and compliance with what our uh, care team is putting in place. Studies say including peer support specialists on a treatment team can help clients develop increased self-esteem, confidence, hope, and inspiration, increased sense of control and ability to bring about changes in their lives, increased empathy, acceptance, and engagement in self-care, increased social support and social functioning, a decrease in psychotic symptoms, in substance abuse, and in depression, and reduced hospital admission rates and longer time in the community. Folks are actively engaged in their own recovery from mental or substance use disorders. Peer specialists share real world knowledge and experience to help others to learn to build a better life. We'll be back in just a moment with more on our peer support episode. Continuing here with our Wisdom Within podcast today on uh, peer support, uh, and we are going to take a quick look at um, peer-run programs. Programs that are run by peer support specialists have become a focus, uh, ranging from long-term housing and community drop-ins uh, to respite. Peer-run programs are creating supportive, recovery-focused environments. They're helping clients learn the coping strategies they need to try to return to their regular lives. Um, there are a lot of great uh, peer-run organizations in New York State. Uh, there's something called Turquoise House uh, as an alternative to the uh, emergency room. Turquoise House is in Uniondale, and they are the first peer-run respite house in the New York New York uh, City metropolitan area. They're in Uniondale. Um, they're a program of ConsumerLink. <clears throat> 
and it is this that is the recipient run arm of the Mental Health Association in Nassau County. It provides a warm, home-like, non-judgmental environment for folks in emotional crisis, but it's a short-term voluntary alternative to going to the emergency room, and it typically acts as an adjunct to outpatient treatment, which continues while guests stay at the house. In many cases, crisis respite diversion programs can ask can act as a step down from inpatient units when clients return to previous living arrangements that are wrought with the stressors that precipitated the crisis. Um, guests are encouraged to see a crisis as an opportunity to build a structured plan for continued support, self-accountability, and wellness. Turquoise House has helped guests who previously used the hospital habitually to create coping mechanisms for crisis and instead use their relationships with Consumer ConsumerLink for support. They often refer themselves and can be welcomed back to Tur Turquoise House if need be. The latest statistics show that less than 2% of guests are visiting, in a, a vi are visiting the hospital within 30 days after checking out. It's part of Turquoise House vision vision to expand its services, including open another house just for women. They want people to be able to break the cycle of returning to hospital care again and again. Um, and for more information on uh, Turquoise House, you can go to uh, www.mhanc.org. M-H-A-N-C dot org. So that would be Mental Health Association, Nassau County, I believe, Those what that stands for. <clears throat> um, right here in Rochester, New York, where I'm from, we have um, something called Affinity Place, a place to put things in perspective. Uh, it's entirely run by peers. There are no physicians, psychiatrists, or nurses on staff. Its philosophy is that sometimes people don't need to be hospitalized. They just need a place to stay where they can be listened to and a place to let them help put things back in perspective. Affinity Place is set up uh, very much like a neighborhood bed and breakfast. It was opened with reinvestment funding through a collaboration with East House and the Mental Health, Mental Health Association of Rochester. Um, it is designed to be comforting and relaxing. Um, they refer to folks who stay with them as their guests. They check in and check out. They stay in single rooms. They have their own room key. There are little touches included to help them feel like they're not in a residential program. Um, books and a list of community resources and things to do. Guests can stay up to five days. The admission process is set up so that people can get in quickly, often with just one phone call. Guests can come and go as they need to. Many of the guests work full time, uh, but they can then return to the house at the end of the day and get the support that they need. Affinity Place is available at no charge to residents of Genesee, Livingston, Monroe, Orleans, Wayne, and Wyoming counties in New York State. Its peer-run warm line is also open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
For more information on Affinity Place, you can go to easthouse.org. That's easthouse.org. We would encourage you, if you're interested in seeking out the assistance of uh, a peer support professional or peer support specialist, that you check with your local mental health association. They would best probably probably best be able to uh, give you some guidance as to what resources in the way of peer support are available in your area. And they can also uh, give you information on other peer-run organizations and support groups that are lo more local to you. Uh, as always, we encourage that if you are in urgent need, that you reach out to your uh, healthcare professional uh, and mental health professional uh, for assistance. And uh, we at uh, Wisdom Within never want to take the place of those individuals. We are strictly here as a support for you. And we cherish that you are able to spend time with us. So we thank you for doing that. And we hope that um, that again, if you are in ur more urgent need of assistance, that you reach out directly to your health professionals. It's important to remember that people with mental illness are people first and not their illness. For many years, this has been a challenge driven by fear, stigma, and misunderstanding. Every day, we who do peer support work, which is part of what we do just by uh, putting out this podcast uh, to help folks or to try to be a human connection for folks who maybe are stuck at home and don't have that comforting voice or that, um, that commonality with someone who's lived it too. Uh, so having a, uh, another human voice come into your life where you are is the goal of our program. But um, every day, we as peer support folks plant seeds that help individuals take the next step. So that is part of our goal here at Wisdom Within. And we are delighted to be able to bring this to you and we hope that throughout our episodes, you can pick and choose the ones that uh, have the most value to you. And, and please do share us with anyone you feel uh, might need some of the, the uh, information we provide or some of that human connection, some of that commonality that we try to share here on Wisdom Within at the podcast and also uh, on our website, wisdomwithinweb.com. And uh, we are delighted to have you visit us there and leave your comments and feedback. Uh, also, you can tweet us at Wisdom Within or at Kathleen Sirline. We will be delighted to respond. Uh, if you would like to use your real voice in commenting uh, and have a, uh, more of a dialogue with us in that way, you can easily download the Anchor app, look up Wisdom Within, and click to voice message us, and you can leave a real-time voice message for us, and we may even include your comments or discussion on a future episode. So please feel free to get in touch with us. We're delighted to be here with you in your corner, 
rooting you on, cheering for you, encouraging you forward, no matter how difficult it may seem at times. The difficult stuff is always temporary. There's always something uh, better on the other side. So it's about how we get through things and live with things, not how we just magically make things go away. So we're here for you. We appreciate you. We love that you continue to tune in to Wisdom Within, and we hope to have you back with us again very, very soon.